Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. So the internet went over a bit, right? All right. Let's, let, let's, let's proceed now. Okay, so it says, um, can you tell us a little bit about what you call in the book, The Beginning of the End? Well, The Beginning of the End was it started with the doctor that called me to tell me about my daughter. Then when I got to the hospital, um, I went into the ICU, the intensive uh, care unit, and she was, was about, I'd say maybe four to five beds there. And they have these curtains around each of the beds. It was like a huge room. The first thing I noticed when I walked in, it's very, very cold. And, um, very eerie, very eerie, very, you saw nurses walking around, no one looked at you, it was like you were invisible. I walked up, the, the one nurse told me, this is, your daughter's over there, and I walked over to her and I opened up the curtain, I walked in, and there she was. It was like looking at a TV station that was showing uh, a medical program on television that you have the patient all loaded with equipment. They had tubes coming out of her throat. They had respirator. They had everything. It was just like a lot of equipment. And what I noticed as uh, the most shocking feeling was the pump. That really um, was just going continuously Oh, I'm... Can you hear me, Elijah? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, but I can't now. I don't know what happened here. Oh. Okay. I'm going to launch meeting again, all right? You could ed- edit that out, can't you? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, all right. So I'll continue on as far as when I was in that room with her. Um, she had all that equipment, and what I what I noticed and what made me so sad and uncomfortable was the sound of the pump. It was the air going into her, pumping her lungs, keeping her heart alive. Her eyes were dilated. She had these beautiful big blue eyes. You couldn't see any blue. There were the black pupils were so dilated. And I didn't feel her soul. So that was that that was the beginning of the true end of my my relationship with my daughter one on one with life. I didn't think she was alive. I thought she was dead. They had the monitor that was going straight across her brain scan that was going straight. So she was having zero brain activity. 
being pumped by a pump. They told me that uh, they had to leave around for 48 hours. So I stayed, of course, that day. I stayed all the way through into the evening and, um, and I prayed. I, I prayed, I had my fiance was with me and he someone that took me to the hospital. His name is Danny. He's, he's uh, in the book with along with me because this man has he held me together. He helped me to, to heal. Um, and it, it was that day was the beginning of acceptance of what I had to go through. What I had no idea um, that it, it, it was like a living nightmare. You yeah, accept it, yeah. you think you know it, but yeah. then you say, can this be real? Wake me yeah. up, wake me up. But um, you don't get woken up. You know, you're, you're, the real, you're in the real thing. You're in the real thing. That's it for all of those things. I know you hear so much love. Paula, is that her name? Paula, is that her name? It was her name, Paula. Yeah, Paula Jean. Yeah. Uh, Paula Jean. So sure you so Yeah, she was 24 years old, Elijah. Very young. Mm-hmm. Very young to die. Very young. So, so, that's it. You're such a strong girl because I tell you, not many people would have this kind of experience and still be standing for me. Look at you. You look so beautiful. You look so young. No, oh, I'm not young. Yeah, I'm, I'm 78 years old. Can you, can you see that? Can you see I'm that? 78. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I and I, and I definitely feel 78 years old. Yeah. I, I, I do think that God really has been so, so good to me by keeping me alive. And yeah. that, that's, that's why I'm here is because I, I have the experience. I write, I am not a physician. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a, I'm not even a nurse. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a medical technician. What do I know about life and death? Well, I'll tell you something. What I know is that I've experienced the worst of the worst deaths. I lost a daughter, a child, and I I made it through. I'm still alive. And that's the big thing. Yeah. There's studies that was done that um, I won't mention the, the, the announcer. He was on the radio. Okay. This was like a few years ago. He said that they did a study and with parents that lost a child, the mother, the percentage is so high with mothers dying within the first 10 years of the child. And the divorce rate, the divorce rate is rampant between the mother and the father. Yeah, yeah, I, I I, I figured out why. I really did. It's common sense why. I wasn't married to Paula's father. We were divorced, and I re- was getting remarried to somebody else that I met three years after my divorce. And like I said, his name is Denny, but yeah. he was not Paula's father. So he cared, and he liked her, and maybe he knew her for about a year, so maybe he even had love for her as well as he could know her. 
but he wasn't that natural biological father that raised her. So he had room in his heart to give all his attention to me. When I was hurting and crying, he was able to comfort me and not think of himself. And this is where a couple, a mom and a dad together that, that lose their child, what they have to know is understand yeah. that you're a couple. You both feel that hurt and that pain. Yeah. So your interaction, you have to learn how to understand your interaction. Yeah. Maybe even give each other time to say, okay, this is my time now. You stop grieving, you sit back, and you listen to me and help me. And then the dad says, okay, I'll give you 15 minutes. Cry all you want, and I'll hold you, and I'll hug you, and I'll kiss you, and I'll tell you it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this together. How many couples say that? How many couples say, we're going to get through this together? No, they wind up either distant or wind up arguing one's blaming the other you didn't do this right yeah yeah throwing out guilt all of that has got to stop because it doesn't matter your child is gone they're dead you've got things to take care of at home you have other children you have each other hold on to that hold on to your health what about your health you think you're not going to get sick and you might the dad might be a, a strong and healthy and, and even young parents you could be young parents oh. that grief is going to get you seriously yeah it, it's it's like a it's like a, a a blind evil demon that's gonna get you it's gonna make you sick and you want to know the illnesses that I went through for 30 years? Yeah. I had my first operation was a replacement of the knee. That was three months after Paula died. I had a bad knee. I was born with it. And my resistance became so low in a matter of three months that I an infection started in my knee and they had to replace my knee. That's how bad it got. Ooh. Then after that, yeah. years as the years progressed, so yeah. one, two, three, four, five, my back started hurting. It was probably because of the knee was yeah. replaced and my my gait was off. So I wound up having four back operations, uh, a neck cervical operation last year. I wound up getting multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, cardiomyopathy, which almost did me in for twice. I, I survived that. That was really the hard one. Then I even wound up getting, um, about two years ago, I wound up getting melanoma. I had a melanoma on my back that had to be taken out. So you add up all those illnesses, it was like a teeter-totter or walking on a ladder that one thing happened and then another collapsed and another thing happened and it kept on going. But why, why, why am I still alive? I've asked myself, why am I, I I never thought of myself as being really, really that healthy, but I really think it's because I'm supposed to tell 
tell people, tell moms and dads to please, please pray. Pray and ask God to help you. Open your heart, open your mind, listen to your conscience because the Holy Spirit will enter and yeah. you will get you will get messages what to do. You will say to yourself, Chase, I think I think I'm gonna learn how to do this. Or I think I better work harder. I think I better maybe I should have a get together with some people that we know and have like a little family party. You will know what to do to get yourself out of that grief, out of that depression, and that's what you have to work on. You could go, and I definitely strongly believe going to a therapist, but when you pick a therapist, if you really need one, go. You need to talk. Make sure they are spiritual on your level. That's really important. If you believe in God, and you go to an atheist, it's not going to work. It's not going to work, yeah. It's not going to work. You're going to get more stuff. Yeah, yeah. So get someone who has got good medical credentials and who believes and loves God. I think that's the best information I can really tell you on that one as far as, you know, in the... Because you you might I I needed help I I went to a I went to a therapist okay. and I went to the hospital they had a, a big group okay. and I'll tell you Elijah this is interesting because there was like ten ten of us people that were sitting around this big table yeah. and I was the last one to talk and I listened to each one of them yeah. and they weren't just ones that lost a child they were some lost their mother okay. their husband their wife okay. and. It got to me, and the first thing I said is that, you know, I just sat here and listened to every one of you, but not one of you except God. You never brought God up into this equation. Can you imagine? And I said, God is why I'm here, because yeah. you told me I'm here. Yeah, yeah. For you to help me. Yeah. yeah. And the room got so quiet, you could hear a pin drop. It was like they all looked at me, and I'm, they looked at me like I was wacky. And I just carried on. I carried on about how I believed, how I needed God to help me, and some of the things that I was involved in doing. Um, you know, I was, I'm an artist, so I want a painting, all the statues uh, in our church. And, um, that what took about a year to do. There's a lot of beautiful statues, Jesus, Mary, in um, yeah. every station. Yeah. And I, I was, I felt on that one, I, I felt like I was making the house of God pretty. I was adding beauty to it, yeah. you know? I took these old, and some of these statues were really very old, but I, sanded them and I yeah. repaired them yeah. and uh and I painted them yeah. and it was um that was an experience it was a godly experience and it made me feel good but this is what I'm talking about yeah. this is an example true life example of what I did 
to make myself feel better, to make myself feel closer to God. And it works. And the rosary. Would you like me, Elijah, to talk a little bit about the rosary? In in my book, chapter three, chapter three, it's the heart of my book. Okay. I go through the mysteries. I, I pick one mystery, which is the sorrowful mystery. This is the this is the the passion of Christ. First of all, yeah. the rosary. The rosary is a story about Jesus. Hmm. It's a story about Jesus. It, it begins with his birth, and it ends not with his death. It ends with his ascension into heaven. And and even beyond that, it it ends with Mary's death and her ascension into heaven. But she ascends as a human soul. Jesus is he is divine. Mary is not divine. Mary is human. Mm, yeah. So I don't look to Mary like she's God. She's she is God's earthly mother. Mm. And the whole beautiful part of the rosary is that when you say each decade, you yeah. concentrate on, on each mystery. Um, I pictured that and I wrote it down. I wrote it down what I saw. I wrote down how Mary was walking through. What, how, first of all, how she felt when she saw him blind. 39 times they whipped him. 39 yeah. They whipped him so hard, yeah. his bones yeah. were sticking out. His bones were showing. And on his one shoulder, that was so bad. And that happened to have been the shoulder that he had to carry the cross. Yeah. So when he dropped the cross, yeah. that's another that's another mystery. Dropping the cross, yeah. another. It goes on and on. And how Mary walked through the crowd, watching her son until they got him to the end of it where they nailed him to the cross. When they lifted the cross up, they put it down in this hole. And can you imagine the shock? His body, while still alive, going down into the hole and just the whole thing just shaking due to the strength of that heavy cross going into this hole. So the pain that he was in was so tremendous. I thought about this, Elijah. I said to myself, I did not have to go through what Mary went through. She went through, she saw her son not only die, but she saw him suffer. She saw how they murdered him, how they beat him, and how they had no respect for him. My daughter, my daughter didn't go through that pain. Not only that, my daughter wasn't raped and murdered. What about those moms and dads? What about being murdered by a drunk driver? What about that? I mean, isn't that, isn't that just beyond understanding, beyond why the big why why did that have to happen with Paula 
she got a blood clot. It was something that was a, a physical ailment that caused that. Something that wasn't another person didn't do that to her. Yeah, yeah. So that that I I thanked God for. I thank God for the nurses in the hospital, how they treated her, because I read the report, and mm -hmm. they were giving her attention and love, and telling her not to worry. You're going to get. You're going to be okay, Paula. So that is related to the way Jesus died. That's what I'm trying to help people to understand that there's different levels of grief even with a child different levels of grief um when a child commits suicide you know that 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 even i i can't even imagine the pain that i would going through so the human mind my human mind i can only talk for for myself but my human mind can only take so much. Can only take so much grief. You know, I'm, I'm even finding out doing podcasts. Like I had, I had uh, two podcasts yesterday. I did, and I got two today. And you know, tonight I'm going to be totally exhausted. Mentally, I'll be zapped. But um, I don't want to say no. I can't do it. I don't want to do that. I want, I want to be here for you. And I want I want to say that please pray to Jesus. Ask him for help. If if you're Catholic or Christian, I don't there I know that there's Baptists. Some Baptists don't believe in praying to Mary. But if it's okay for you, you could accept praying to Mary. Start saying that rosary because that's going to become a habit. You know, it's, you've got the beads, you've got the cross. What happens with people, we don't understand this until it happens and you think about it. Yeah. I started saying it every day and Elijah, I, it became a habit. I had to do it. If I was going out for dinner yeah. and it was a, a, a dinner party, we were coming back to like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, this is years ago. Now I, I want to get home by eight. <laughs> so I, you know, now it's like, oh, I, I say the rosary before I go out now. But back then, you know, I could still say the rosary when it was ten or ten o'clock. I, I didn't go to sleep. But now I, I have to, I have to plan yeah. when to say the rosary. So, <clears throat> but that becomes, it's because it becomes a habit. And if something bad happens the next day to me, like it doesn't go my way, I'll say, you know what, Carol, you said the rosary. You know everything's going to work out because you did what you're supposed to do. And that's the way it was. And that's the way it is. And that's why I love the rosary. It's my tool. That rosary is my little tool. It makes me think about Jesus every day we, we wind up changing the mystery and I have that all in the book to guide you on what to do but every day you think of Jesus as you walk through every bead on that one decade the next decade there's five decades 
That's 50 Hail Marys, gotta say so many Our Fathers, Glory Bees. And sometimes your mind flips and you start thinking of something else, but that's okay because you're still praying. And that's the probably, that's probably the best habit you can ever have in the whole world is to say a prayer. These are all prayers. So you get into a habit of praying, you are going to get better because God is going to help you get better. He doesn't want you to hurt. He doesn't want you to cry. He doesn't want you to be sad. He wants you to to be happy in his beautiful world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why he, he put us. He wants to have us here to be happy, to love, oh, to love one another yeah. and commit yourself to your family. Yeah. I'll tell you, family is the most important thing. The, lo- the ones you love should be the closest to you and you could you could make this happen is to have have a close family. There's so much Elijah yeah. that involved in this, and there's another chapter that I write about. It's about the family. It's a circle, the, the family circle. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, but yeah, you know, I I, I should save that for another podcast. Yeah. You could have me back on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking of maybe we can just reschedule some other time to bring you again. What do you think, Armand? Maybe we invite you some other time. Yes. Okay. All right, then. You see, um, Carol, I've got to say this. You're such a strong woman. All that you passed through, oh, no. You're so, so strong. And the beauty of our conversation is you explained in such a way that anyone passing through all that you went through right now at the moment would be able to find consolations in the words you've spoken so far, seriously speaking. And they're able to um, help them in their situation. Okay, let me go about it this way, according to what I only said. Okay, let me undo it this way. So, I'm so, so happy I brought you on. So, thank you so very much, Karen. That was a beautiful You're welcome. Thank you. All right. So, we'd love to, do, we'd love to bring you again. So, maybe I'll, I will touch you up again. Is that okay. Fine? That's right. All right. And, so, and for, your, yeah, for okay. your audience, too. Yeah. If, if, if um, you are interested in purchasing the book, it's on Amazon. I was about Just to say that. Yeah. 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 yeah, and maybe you could explain that too. Yeah, yeah, and also um, a link. What about the link to the book? Is there a link? Yes, it's to my website. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Would be, yeah, Carol, all lower caps. Carol C A R O L E Slusky S L U S K I. And I'll send you all the links, Elijah, so you could post yeah. them too yeah. on your video. They'll be. On, yeah. on Elijah's video, yeah. and and not only that, I'm I'm putting Elijah's video on my. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be. I've got a whole section. It's, it's labeled okay. media, yeah. and I've got 
every podcast that I'm doing as a guest, I'm putting them all up okay. here. Okay. And I've got a, a quite a good following. Okay. So you're you're going to get recognition on what you're doing yeah. because if you were not doing this yeah. i wouldn't be here yeah. i wouldn't have a chance of being your guest mm, i get that <laughs> thank you thank you Karen. thank you that was a beautiful word so that's going to be the end of today's interview i'm so so sure the listeners will pick so many things to let my conversation seriously speaking i enjoyed our conversation Thank you so very much, Carol. God Thank bless you. Thank, Thank you. you so God much. God bless you. So that's going to be the end. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.